0: Everybody. Hi, everybody! Hi, everybody! Here it is, episode 289 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. My name is Jim, and this is a spotlight episode, and the spotlight is all on Catwoman in this one here. Hi, everybody! Hi, everybody. And we'll be talking about Catwoman 22 and the Catwoman 80th Anniversary 100-page special. But before we do that, let me tell you where you can find us. We are on the Twitters at Weird Science DC. Follow us. He'll follow you on back. We have a website where we end up doing most of the books reviewed, written reviews, if anybody does that anymore. Is that like snail reviews? Can we call it that from now on? Is that possible? I don't I'm know. One of the lucky but ones. we end up doing those every Tuesday, uh, mainly because that's when DC books come out now. Especially with them cutting ties with Diamond, it seems like they're going to stay on that schedule indefinitely. Uh, in famous, but you can go over there to weirdsciencedccomics.com dot com and read our reviews. And also, if you want to help us out, support us, inspire us, you can go to our Patreon, Patreon dot com slash Weird where you would get a ton, ton, ton of shows in return. We don't want you to just throw money at us, though we would, unless it's making it hail with quarters like Pac Man Jones did at one point, but we don't want to talk about Pac-Man Jones, right? Uh, Kiss me also. Uh, because you go and do that and you get a bunch of shows. And really, if you check it out, I think that's you'll find that there's something there. That you will enjoy. But I told you it is a Catwoman extravaganza. I'd like to say it's a full-out Catwoman celebration. But we're going to start with Catwoman number 22. And that is kind of side shade, I would say. Because Catwoman number 22 is a one-shot issue. It's a one-shot issue that is written by Paula Sevenbergen. Art by Aneke. Colors by Laura Allred, Letters by Gabriella Downey. And there's a, a bit of a, a flux this book is in. You ended up having Joelle Jones end her run on issue number 21, the last issue. I was not a big fan of Joelle Jones's run. I actually was a supporter of it very early. The story never really progressed. It ended up being almost two years of the Creole story and it was disjointed. You ended up having Joelle Jones. The big selling point was she was going to do art and story. Seems like maybe that was a little bit too much for her. You ended up having Fernando Blanco. And and when you did have the other artists come in, they did a great job. I'm not going to say that's why the the book kind of failed in my mind. It just failed because the story didn't do much. It took too long to tell a story that really did not need That amount of time to tell, but that is over. That ended, I said, in issue number 21. Now, this issue 22 is a one shot by Paula Sevenbergen, which we'll get back to in a minute. After this, though, you do end up having a two issue arc by Sean Murphy of the White Knight fame and Blake Northcott. Who ended up doing some Vampirella with art by Cian Tomei. Now it's not Mel Tomei, the, the velvet fog. It's Cian Torme, the velvet art, I guess. But with that, just don't be confused that Sean Murphy is not going to be on art with this. I think that he ended up coming out and saying that he wouldn't do art and story. Like he's not going to do that, anything that isn't his own story, but he is joining up with Blake Northcott just to write a two-issue arc that actually seems like a lot of fun. It seems like you end up having Selena going off to a kind of big superhero-type auction deal, super villain, and she's going to steal stuff like she does. But we're jumping into this issue of Catwoman, and Paula Sevenbergen is a woman who has written some comics. She has recently was an editor at Mad Magazine. She's done articles in the Washington Post, Bust Magazine, First for Women, and more. And as she describes on her own website, she is a Midwest native. She has a fancy master's degree in English from a non-fancy university. And I went to WVU, so I know what it is to go to a non-fancy university. I mean, really, you can't get much non-fancier than that. She says, when not writing, she occasionally makes crazy cakes, a vital skill learned while at Food Network Magazine. So she has some credentials. She has some cred of what's going on. I do not like the story. I do not like the way the story is set up. It actually tries to play off as a fun little thing that isn't so fun, I think, at the end it ends up being a little bit over the top with some of the concepts of it. I'm not a prude. I mean, really, am I a prude? I don't know. I might be. But with this Catwoman deal, the the main problem I have is the setup and the beginning leading to the punchline at the end is a little confusing of what's going on. I think that it could have played out a lot better if it could have been tightened up, especially the beginning and the end, because you end up having these busty maids, you know, they end up get dirty, this maid service that you end up hiring with a little wink, wink, it's one of those, it's a maid service that you think you're getting a happy ending. What you end up getting, though, is fleeced, they end up going in in sexy maid outfits, they end up stealing some things. And then at the end, they end up spraying you not with shark repellent, they end up spraying you with a mind wipe spray that makes you forget everything that happened the last hour. So you you don't remember them being there. Now, this would be funny if it was to set up where there I am, I'm in my fancy house, and they go to fancy places, it seems this is kind of the the word on the street is to hire them. But is it because the people who hire them end up not remembering? So, so there is this weird, you know, snake eating its own tail thing here in my mind of how is word getting around when you wake up? You don't know that you had any services and things are stolen from you, but you don't know how. But also the idea that some of these places look like they might have cameras. There's a lot of empty spaces that aren't filled in the story. And in my mind, I would be the dummy. I'd call up, OK, get dirty. Eight 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 five 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 is the number that you have on these pink fans. Yeah, get dirty. I'd like your busty maid service. Oh, okay, thank you. I hang up. They come. They they steal one of my paintings and then leave and then spray me with the spray. I wake up an hour later with my memory wiped. Ah, oh, yeah. I think I need to get some busty maids. Boop, 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 boop. And if this was the case where they are just get, because if you were going to do it before, why aren't you doing it again? And uh, okay, let me let me call Yeah, Busty Mates is it's uh Jim. Uh, what? Again, no, no, I never called you. Uh yeah, can you come over? I need some Busty Made service. Uh, then they steal my next painting, then they spray me. It just keeps going. I'm their only customer, but yet I'm their every customer. But with this, it starts off with the idea that Detective Hadley ends up calling Catwoman. Now, if you recognize that name, if you have been reading the Catwoman deal, Detective Hadley was in Catwoman number nine, the Ram V issue where a lot of people did like it. I remember when we did it, I didn't like it as much. Eric really did like it. So you have Detective Hadley who calls up he calls up Catwoman. Hey, Catwoman, uh, there's these sexy maids who have hit town. They're cleaning out places they shouldn't, Selina. Uh, artwork, stash cash, a rare serpent ring, all lifted with clean getaways. And like a serpent, they deal in dirt and strike fast. That's what uh, thats what serpents do. Did you know that? How dare you? Uh, but this is the thing. This is Detective Hadley. He, he works for the Villa Hermosa Police Department. And I will also say. Really quick, just to let you know, this does take place in the past. This doesn't take place after issue number 21. In that issue of Joel Jones's finale, her and her sister were leaving town, you know, having fun and then going in a convertible. But this is before. So that's why they're still there. And she ends up getting this call. So it's obvious that the police are aware of this whole deal. So why aren't they getting arrested? They they also pretty much throughout this spell out what they do, where they're going to be. They tell Selena, Hadley tells Selena where they're going to be. Also, they have a pink van that drives around with their phone number on it, yet they're not getting arrested. And at a point, you even have Selena ask, why aren't you going to arrest them? And he ends up saying they have nothing on them, but you have a lot on them. In fact, you could have a sting operation instead of calling out Selena into this. Now, there is a twist at the end that tries to explain this, but it doesn't. And it's very, very odd when we get to that, because it goes against a bunch of the things that are set up. But Selena goes into this penthouse where a fella has been known To get a Pueblo artifact. He ended up buying this at auction. Well they ended up figuring out. That this should have been returned. To the Pueblo Indians themselves. And he didn't. He said I own it. Plus it matches the carpet. Now as Selena is sneaking in. You end up seeing what is the main maid here. The get dirty busty maid. Who is giving the fella a lap dance. And then you get the thing. I don't know if he meant. The carpet on the floor, or like really, like really, you're gonna go there. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm I'm not a a prude, but it's already a little. It feels a little dirty now. It's supposed to, but you get this kind of fun deal mixed with the dirty. I don't know, but you end up where Selena is going. She sees what these girls are up to, but she's there to then not stop the dust bunnies, it seems. It's to get this artifact, you know, because she's like Indiana Jones now. And she's going through the deal. She's avoiding all the traps. She goes to grab the Pueblo artifact, and it's gone. The dust bunny has beat her to it. You'll hear a ding, and that is her getting in the elevator to leave. Selena jumps out the window to go chase the van down, the very inconspicuous pink van with the dust bunny silhouette on it that should probably be on some sort of mud flap and the whole numbers where she could just call and find out where they are but yeah she ends up jumping out she goes to follow them and slips in oil that seems to be left behind by them like she's in spy hunter or something the video game she says she's the roadrunner i think it's in spy hunter And it seems at this point, too, that what's really stopped her is slipping. But then she doesn't want to get dirty anymore, even though she's standing right in the oil. And it's just like, ooh, like trying to get away. But that means this is personal now. You ended up getting oil on my whole black leather outfit. How dare you? How dare you? So she ends up going to Hadley to pretty much say, hey, they got away. But it wasn't because of me being old. It's not because I'm, at, you know, out of it, and these girls are in. It's because they kind of cheat it with this oil, and Hadley kind of makes it like who's hot and who's not here. You know, you're in the not column now, Selena. I hate to tell you, I just read the the Inquirer, and you're in the not column, and this is where it gets a little wonky in my mind. You know, up until here, okay, we have the setup; it's okay. And I will tell you, Naki's art. Is great and and really does fit into the joelle jones you know timeline of the book the art that you got from her and everybody else that did art really really fits this would fit right in with a trade which i, I i'm kind of guessing this might end up being in the trade with those finale and things like that but goes to hadley hey Couldn't couldn't end up getting them. Oh, you lost it. You lost it, lady. And he ended up, when he called her originally, the whole setup was to tell her, yeah, you know, these hot young girls that are doing things better than you. And he's trying to goad me on, which he did. And he ends up going. So she goes. And this is where things in my mind start to unravel by the time we get to the end and how they kind of intermix and how they connect. She goes to Hadley and says, hey. I couldn't get this. And he's like, oh, well, I guess you lost it. She said, why, why don't you just arrest them? I mean, they're they're going around town in, in a van, a pink van with, with their number on. You know where they're going. You know that they stole stuff. You actually pointed out the things that they stole. Why don't you do something about this? Why doesn't the police do? And he's like, we don't got anything on them. No, no, you, you do. But then you end up with a line from Hadley of like, oh, you, you got a tail between your legs. That explains your limp. I'm like, I don't know about that. Fancy. And then she's like, don't worry, I'll pounce again. He says, forget it. Let the pros clean up this mess. So he is pointing out. And then Selena just follows the van around because without Hadley's you know, inside intel, The only thing that she could possibly do to find out where these girls are going to strike next is follow the pink van like everybody should be. But he pretty much spells out, leave it to the police, leave it to the pros. We will get it done. Now, that doesn't seem to be the case, really. And I would have liked to have seen, you know, Hadley maybe go to plan B, see somebody else show up here, because, again, this ends up really wonky where – They go to a house that Selena shows up at. And for some reason, it reminds me of a very expensive, remodeled Brady house, the Brady Bunch. I I don't know that anybody will see that, but I do. And they go in, maybe that's Mike Brady. He's there. You know, Alice is out of town and her cousin or sister that is the drill sergeant did not arrive so he ends up needing to clean the house before carol and the kids come home so he calls up the get busty get dirty busty maids where they're there and it's funny too because they they don't really waste time you have two of the maids you have the blonde that we saw at the beginning and a brunette that we didn't see the blonde is busy stealing a, a painting right off the wall As the other one's kind of dancing sexy to this guy, like they're they're not even waiting until they knock him out. They are just they're so good at this, where you know, hey, look at me, I'm dancing, dancing. Hey, I'm gonna take this painting and get it out there, load it up in the van, and then knock the guy out. They end up having him knocked out. Selena shows up, and this is where Selena makes her appearance. Now, can you tell me that at the beginning, that the Get Dirty Maids saw Selena? Maybe because it's a weird progression here where she shows up and they say, oh, man, we hope that you'd find us eventually. You know, we're working in your town. Maybe they're even doing this to try to get her attention because they need help. They keep going to places. And I I imagine we're back to the scenario that I called. So they end up coming to my house and, and they steal like a fork. I mean, I'm looking at my desk right now. I have a lot of plastic cups. I have an empty Diet Coke bottle. And my last night, I have the skin of a baked potato. They're not going to get to steal much from me. And I think they're pointing that out, that they must have gone here, because they say, Selena, this will be great. You have an eye for the expensive. You you know what to steal. And we end up coming to places. We steal crap. Uh, We don't steal anything. So how about you join up with us and then we'll steal a lot and we'll all be rich. And she says, I work alone and with my clothes on, they're like, all right, let's fight. They start fighting and you're going to start getting a bunch. And this is where I I think that you end up having a trope or actually it's a trap in my mind. I mean, it's a trap where if you write Catwoman, you're going to want to have a lot of lines that are cat based. You know, good kitty. Kitty's got claws. All these things like that. You don't really need them. Uh, but you add maids into it. And now we're going back and forth. We're going to go back and forth with this, where you end up. The one, the brunette tries to hit Selena with a broom. Selena yells, "You missed a spot." Then punches her and says, "You know, why are you? You know, why are you doing this? You're dressed up in a glorified Halloween costume." Which me and Eric actually did record both of these books that I'm talking about and I wanted to put them on the spotlight and we were cursing a little too much. And this is a curse free deal. So I ended up, I'm doing it again, but Eric did even mention that it is so ridiculous that Selena dressed up as Catwoman would seriously set up the line. uh, You're working in a glorified Halloween costume because then you just get the shade right back. I could say the same to you let's fight and they start fighting And you do end up, you know, not in the face. Beep. Uh, You know, I heard if a cat misbehaves, you should spray them. And they go and, you know, you have that going on. she ends up spraying her with this aerosol can that is this knockout mind wipe spray. And Selena goes down and pretty much, I mean, I don't know. It looks like that cat, that can ended up spraying uh, oatmeal. She is in this. I mean, there's so much. This just looks like. You know, something, one of those cleaning cans, and, and yet it is just, it's disgusting. And everything is kind of on the ground, not on her. But, hey, there you go. She gets knocked out and enjoy your little cat. nap, <laughs> Oh Yes. Yeah. So they load her up in the van with all their stuff. Now, again, you see it right here. If the police end up and you just pull these ladies over, you have the evidence. They they seem to be just this is their hideout, the van uh, down by the river. They're there with Selena in there. Looks like they stole a tuba, and really, then you know that they don't know of anything of value. I know Polly P. He'll agree with that, right? A tuba, yeah. So they're driving around talking about what they're going to do with Selena, basically saying, "Hey, we ended up." using the knockout spray that wasn't exactly the full dose. I ended up lessening the dose. Now, is this because they were waiting for Selena to catch up to them eventually? And this was a separate can or not because you just sprayed a guy that you want to have forget everything. And so also I just thought of the other thing. What happened if I call up these, you know, the, the dirty maids and I end up, Hey, can you come by tomorrow at three thirty? Well, when they come and spray, I'm just going to then wake up and say, oh, man, did I miss the appointment? I better get a hold. Like, there's a lot of loose ends that you would get going. But they're driving around in the van. And the main blonde says, well, I use the less of a knockout spray because we want Selena to be coherent enough uh, when we get to the next job because it's a safe cracking job. And we want her to break the safe. Now, she hasn't shown any sort of inkling of wanting to join this gang. So the other one says, well, what if she doesn't want to? Well, we'll use a different tactic and pulls out the heat. She's, she's got a Sassy. gun. And they're going to kill her? They're going to force her to whatnot? But it doesn't get that far because the van gets out of control. It's swerving. It's beaving and bopping all around. Ends up where Selena has used her whip because they didn't disarm her, ends up tying it around the necks of both of the girls, pulling tight. Seems like the driving is getting erratic, and they drive right into a tree. Ba-boom! They end up crashing into a tree. As they get out, they're dazed. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? This one poor guy comes out of the door of this yard, in in his freaking and he's got, like, a bathrobe. They're probably thinking, boy, I heard about these dirty maids. Maybe they're coming for a free deal. Uh, you end up, hey, where, where's the cat? Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And Slade just jumps out and slashes her again. Coming, bust dummy. <laughs> bust down, dummy. All right. Ends up knocking down this lady, grabbing her gun, pointing it at the other one, and basically says, you're going to get in trouble now. You-, you messed with me, but now the cops are going to come. They're going to get you. And you have the little what is supposed to be the feels moment with the main girl saying, oh, my, you know, we're just gals we're just gals doing it for ourselves and you don't know what it's like to come from nothing and have to grab whatever you can get selena then just turns it is a very much like a bruce wayne turning and envisioning the graves (laughs) envisioning the alley oh yeah i i do know what it's like and then they say we only take from corrupt and the rich and that's where you see and this is the twist you see that the brunette has that what was called a very expensive snake ring. She's wearing it. And so Selena says, only the rich and corrupt, huh? And now we get to the twist. The ring is Hadley's. They come, the police comes and arrests these women. Now, Hadley shows up and says, all right, you did it. What's going on? And now what is the play here? Did Hadley end up? Obviously, he did end up using these busty maids. Is that necessarily a bad thing for him? I don't know. We don't really know too much about the character when he showed up before. And even now, he's flirty with Selena. He ends up having that ring taken from him, which he did point out. Now he ends up getting the ring. And, and Selena says, I knew the way you talked about the ring. And you had a mark on your finger that the ring that that was yours, that the dust bunnies had your ring. Now, how is that tying into this? Is it that he is afraid that he'll get, you know, fired when they end up busting the dust bunnies and finding his ring And he has, you know, gotten the service. Is this something that would get him fired? So he goes to Selena to try to get this on the down low. He gets that and he can kind of shove everything aside. Is that the case? Because he ended up then pretty much telling Selena not to do anything and then to go and the police would be involved, which they never were. So is that the play? Because how does he, the way this is played, how does he know the dust bunnies have his ring? He ended up getting sprayed. He shouldn't remember that they were even around him. And in fact, when Selena mentions the ring and throws it to him, he looks shocked. He looks shocked and embarrassed. So why did he know this ring was stolen when it was his? And if he knew that Dust Bunny stole it, he would have known he was involved. So it just... That doesn't match up either. Now, the one thing that was funny, too, is when Selena got sprayed, they did say they gave her half a dose, things like that, but also said it may not work on women. Makes no sense. But that's kind of the fun of it, I guess. But, yeah, so what is the play of Hadley? And if it is the case that Hadley wanted this, why does he look shocked? Is he shocked because he thought Selena had pretty much sold him out? even though he's being nice to her before she flips it, because maybe that's the case. Maybe it is, oh, no, they got the debt, because these these dirty maids are going to sell out Hadley in the minute. They're going to say, and they still will, even though so. But is that the play, that Selena kept that ring aside so that wouldn't be police evidence? So give it to him and say, hey, watch yourself, you dirty bastard, you know, something like that. It, it just does not play out right. And then he says, "I could." T- she says to him, "I could tell the ring." He says, "I, I could tell the ring was yours." By the way, you talked about it in the line on your finger. Plus, your initials are inside. I mean, really, it, it might as well have had a lighting neon sign, Hadley's ring as well. I mean, there, there's eighty things that have pointed out. Plus, it smelled like you. Plus, it, it told me it, you didn't know it's a sentient ring. It told me, "Where's my partner, Hadley?" And so, stay clean, Hadley, and leave the dirty business to the professionals see so th- that is the end. She swings away the art looks great, and throughout all this there there is moments that you're waiting for the fun, at least I was, and I never got to it. It just never got to the point of fun. It just kind of felt like everything was crammed together. It, it wasn't a well-developed story. It, it wasn't the deal. The the beginning and the end to me do not make sense. That there could be seven different explanations of what was going on here, but none of them are real clear, and none of them are really that great. Now, if you ended up having Hadley be a you know uh, married with a wedding ring and things like that, then then you're getting to the point of okay, he's embarrassed. He figured this out, and after the ring went missing. He ended up remembering that he was interested in them and then doing some detective work way- It just ends up odd. And even the case, though, if it is something like that, is Hadley kind of? I know he's not corrupt, but they said we only steal from the rich and corrupt. And and the, the big thing for Selena is, no, you're not. You ended up stealing from poor Hadley. But it's odd. It's an odd thing to go and have all that going on. But overall, I give it a 5.5. Uh, If you definitely want to just keep collecting, if you were reading the Joel Jones stuff, this isn't that much worse than pretty much half of the issues that we had in the run already. And that's one of my problems. You end up leaving Joel Jones' run at number 21. And yeah, all of this shutdown and things kind of threw this every book in a weird deal. But having the anniversary coming out, having a new creative team starting up soon, all this stuff kind of it gets all messed up and topsy-turvy. Well, you start the post-Joel Jones run where a lot of people aren't as in the know as, say, people listening now. I'm a dummy too, so I'm not going to say I'm in the know. But when you end up where, okay, I heard that Joel Jones run wasn't that great, or I've been reading Joel Jones's deal, I'm going to give the next you know creative teams a chance. I'm going to So there might be some people who jump on this book thinking this is the start of the new run, even though this takes place flashback type issue, whatever. I see some reviewers who aren't even aware of that, and that's spelled out. So you jump into this and like, yeah, yeah, this isn't good either. I'm done. I'm afraid that a lot of people will bail on just the Catwoman book in general because of you know, waiting for this, waiting during the shutdown, this comes back, you get this book, and just, yeah, this isn't good either. I'm done if they're not aware of the things coming up soon. And I'm looking forward to the next two issues, it, it really, with Sean Murphy and Blake Northcott. I'm really looking forward to those. I really think that that might be something fun. That might be something that. You know, you really have a strong deal going on with those two. And then Ram V takes over at issue number 25, which we'll talk about his little deal in the Catwoman 80th anniversary book in a second. And while I may not have been that big on that story, I do have hopes because Ram V has some of the strongest issues during the Joel Jones run when he came in. So I hope that people are aware that I hope that they stick with this or just start up Next month with issue number twenty-three, but I'm going to go off, and I think I said I gave it a five-five. I hope I told you that, right? Is that what I said? Oh, but we're going to go on to the Catwoman anniversary issue. All right, and this is the Catwoman 80th anniversary, hundred-page, super spectacular. Do you know what I am saying? Yes, I do know what you're saying. And when we go through this, I'll do the creative teams as we go through the stories, but just in general, I really like the art throughout this. Yeah, I'll have some nitpicks and things like that. But I think the art in these anniversary things, these big things like the Flash 750 or the Wonder Woman 750, usually you do get really good art. You usually end up getting, you know, I I could say that it's your money's worth from the art, but I'll be clear and concise here. I didn't buy this issue. I end up having a review copy. So I can't say that I would be as impressed saying, oh, the art's worth the price of admission if I actually paid the price of admission. But I'd like to hear some people what they think. Now, the stories in general, a lot of times the stories in these things, they have to be very quick. So you'll have the good and the bad. It's the facts of life going on. But I think that there are strong enough stories here. And especially there's a couple of things that creative team stories that I really liked. And I know that I would have bought this just for them and then counted the rest as a bonus. So that's kind of the thing with these things. It's $10. So if you are going to get it, You either know that you're a huge Catwoman fan, you have to get it, I'm going to buy it. I think that those people will enjoy this. I think those people will think that it is worth their while. I don't know if somebody's just sitting there saying, well, I want to get something that's going to give me the wide range of the Catwoman character from her first appearance to the last time we saw her in the current comics, which would be this week, but... I don't think you get that. That's my one big complaint. I would have liked to have seen a couple stories, if not one, that really did center on that golden age first appearance, that Catwoman there. You don't get much of it, but you do get some bonuses here. And I do think that DC ended up going out of their way for a couple of these things, one in particular, to try to get people to buy this book, you know, for... Reasons that they love Catwoman, more Batcat. I'm talking about the Tom King story. So they have that in. And I I can't blame DC and I can't get mad at them for doing that because you want to have people buy your book. So it has to be the idea that the Batcat book that Tom King's working on has been delayed so much that you're going to get this plus being out of the annual number two from his Batman run, which most people, including myself, thought was great. So you end up having that. But again, I wish that we also would have had more of a classic deal. And you do get a good range after that, including some things like a Batman 66 tail, which I thought was a really nice touch, a really nice touch to actually show that you're celebrating eight, eight decades, 80 years of beauty and burglary. It says on that you're celebrating it, just not even. In the comics per se, but in general. So I do like that. The first story is by Paul Dini with art by Emmanuel Lupacino called Skin the Cat. Basically, it is a story where Selena figures out that somebody has stolen some big cats that she had donated to a zoo. She gets on the prowl to go find them and runs into a villain called the Taxidermist. Uh, I bet you would guess he does not bake cakes, right? He ends up killing these animals. And th- the setup becomes really really not forced but it's very obvious as this guy ends up gassing selena and talking to her about well i love these big cats i love cats and i like to preserve the beauty this would be kind of if you're against taxidermy that's what they would say and all i can think of is that i do want to have myself Stuffed and put on a chair downstairs, which would be funny because I'm never down there anyway. But maybe then my kids would probably have a better relationship with me as the stuffed guy in the chair. That'd be cool, right? Uh, And so you end up having him trying to draw and trap Selena by gassing her. She's going to pass out. He's going to kill her and stuff her and put her in a display that he's already set up. It's a nice little display. You have a bunch of cats and jewelry on a bed, a picture of a bed, an open safe. I mean, he's he's done some good work here. He really could just, you know, sign up to do some things at the Gotham Museum. He he doesn't need to do this life of crime, but he does. And so it's set up. But, of course, Selena is smart, was already there beforehand, turned off the gas. So she, in fact, is not knocked out. She gets up, draws the taxidermist out into his kind of open lair where he displays these lions and tigers and bears oh my there's no bears oh my but he ends up then getting attacked because selena has set up that she has these other big cats it's a really odd kind of deal and they go and attack him. okay that's fine enough it's a quick story you end up at But then it looks like the taxidermist just gets killed. And then a a panel later, luckily we end. The panel later is when it's dinner time. The the bell rings and it is dinner time while Selena sits there just oogling at the scene of this guy bleeding out. When it comes to cats, taxidermist, we have one thing in common. I admire their grace and power, too. Also, I admire that they're eating you right now. And I think that I might grab that pinky. I love the pinky meat. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't really like it. It wasn't a great start in my mind. It's a very sadistic story, but it is true to the character, I guess. But it just kind of it kind of made me shake my head. Uh, the art's great, though. But the next story is now you see me. It's by Ann Nocenti, my favorite pencils by Rob Sumroth, and I say my favorite because I just her run in the New Fifty Two. It was brilliantly crazy and awful. At times, her dialogue was just ridiculous, but more of the situations that she ends up putting Catwoman in were so wacky that I couldn't help but look forward to it every single month. I know that if Brandon's listening to that, he's shaking his head. Yes, we enjoyed the minute that an innocent Catwoman came out. Then it continued with her Katana book, you know, her clarion book. It was all of them. Every time they'd come out, just get a hold of me oh my god have you read it we would laugh well this is a story that is a weird setup where there is a crooked cop kind of security guard ends up seeing that selena is on the prowl ends up hiding you know some of her jewels whatever but you end up where it's a setup you end up where he goes tries to confront Catwoman, and even she says at one point, first you want to join me, then you're against me, now you're blackmailing me, everything's wacky with this guy saying we could be on the inn, I'll make sure you don't get caught. I already did. We'll get some things. I'll get information, say it to you. We'll split the deal down the middle. I don't know what is really in it for Selena, somebody who doesn't get caught, but you end up having it. And then in the weird progression, it seems as if this guy ends up grabbing the thing that was hidden, which ends up being a bomb from the penguin that's supposed to set off this big caper of his but when selena ends up kicking the guy looks like she or punching which looks like she's got the atomic punch hadouken he, and She ends up hitting boom the guy blows up but then he's falling out from the building he's falling down i mean he's hans gruber here but he's not smoking or on fire anymore to only fall on a penguin umbrella And the smoke's going around, then you see it again, and you end up having Penguin say another brilliant plan foiled by random idiocy. I despise the city. It doesn't make sense. This progression is bad. The art by Robson Roca, except that part where the guy all of a sudden is not blowing up a smoke, and it's great. You also have a good security guard with this guy who ends up being the bad guy. Who is concerned with donuts? Is she doesn't, you know, coconut or red velvet? Obviously, neither is what you say there. <laughs> you know, I, I guess red velvet would be a little better, but coconut, please. I don't mind coconut, but as a donut, really. And then at the end, she's just going through. And, and the problem isn't this, where she's the good cop, right? Well, first off, she misses selena on the one deal also there's a penguin umbrella floating around the one she misses that at first because she's looking at donuts also then is diverted away because there is a guy and a girl fighting in an alley this girl ends up just punching the guy she's like you go girl like, she's like oh my god that that's the Girlfriend. best and so that's all this this is a security guy. she's not on the ball She's not really seeing things. Then her partner is there fighting with Selena while she is looking at donuts again. Chicken or egg, feast or famine, chocolate or vanilla. This is the endoscentiae I love. I mean, really, because as that's going on, her partner seemingly is getting killed behind her on the screen. What is she doing? It even as this guy leaves, then oh, I gotta go check something out. You know, I'll be here. Don't take a nap while I'm gone. She's like, I wouldn't take a nap. That wouldn't be right. I'm a good gal. Uh, you're not real good at your job. You're good. Go work at the donut shop, right? Or or become a professional Yelp reviewer of a donut shop. You're doing nothing, lady. But ends up where she turns around to what (laughs) there's just on the actual security cam behind her are three explosions her partner on a smoking umbrella up in the air and the penguin looking out his you know his limo what camera has that on she just turns around an explosion oh no get the hazmat team who said that gotham turns a blind eye to crime i do you're more involved with donuts Ridiculous, ridiculous. Mwah. And the Senna, you've done it again. <laughs> so ridiculous. But you end up going to the next story. And this is the one where I said people who are Batcat fans are going to go to this. Now I've seen both sides of the coin. And no, I'm not two faced, but I have seen that. I could be two faced. My wife says that uh, many a time. So you end up having Tom King and Michael Janine go into their Bat Cat deal. And this is continuing out of or at least kind of a prequel at points to the annual number two selena is not feeling well you end up having bruce go and run her through a little test finds out that is indeed not cancer and you're going to get it. if you don't remember the tom king dialogue because of the shutdown he's been off batman you're, you're going to get the back and forth dialogue with this is it cancer is it cancer Beep. it's not cancer what no 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 absolutely not and then even l- later you have i'm fine i didn't ask you were about to ask i wasn't you wanted to ask i wanted to ask i'm fine You have a lot of dialogue with not a lot being said that is a Tom King thing. Now, the thing is that Selena's found out that she is pregnant. Now, when me and Eric recorded originally, Eric liked this story. I want to point out and give him props that he actually liked this. He said it's one of the things that he has read from Tom King that he enjoyed. I think that this is kind of what I said when I read that original number two annual, the annual number two, where you had... What Tom King did point out was an Elseworlds deal. This is a different timeline, so he's able to do whatever he wants here. Eric liked this. He thought that it was a really good, real representation of a Selena Kyle that is finds out she's pregnant. She doesn't want it. And in his exact words, she's not a house kitty. She's an outside kitty, he said. And it's true. And if that's where you're going for from, if you're coming in to see this and you want to have the realness of the Tom King run, it fits right in with it. It really does. Now, this is where I'm coming from, and it's a personal deal. It's something where my lens that I'm seeing this through is a little different because of the fact that I have five kids. I have five boys. Yes, there are a bunch of times, namely five times, where I was shocked and I didn't know that I was ready to have one kid, two kids, three kids, four kids, five kids, fat kids, skinny kids, even kids with around. You end up having all that, that yes, that there is a realness to this. There is a realness that you can say, okay, that makes sense for Selena. She doesn't want to be tied down, all that stuff. Well, in this alt timeline, she is already tied down pretty much. Now, a lot of people I saw Uh, Had problems with the idea, okay, Bruce Wayne, he would never have a, you know, unwanted pregnancy. He is a guy who prepares for everything and a guy who is safe and a guy who would probably think at this point in their careers, also already having a son. Now, again, don't say, oh, well, he already had a son, Damien. That that wasn't all of his doing. He wasn't aware that that kind of got a little bit, you know, behind the veil. He ended up getting that have happened, but he has adopted kids. So he is not. You know necessarily upset about being a father But again you're going to have another kid In this time frame Is this what you should be doing You know I would think a Bruce Wayne would want to wait a little But again you're going to do this And they end up it seems unwanted It seems that they don't do And I think that you could go with a play That maybe Bruce did know And he wanted to do this Because he does have a smile While Selena is freaking out In the beginning of no 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 absolutely not That's fine it's the progression from this where it does, and and even when me and Eric were talking about it, and I'll keep bringing up when me and Eric talked about it. The idea that Selena doesn't want to be held down, but there's the idea in my head that a Bruce Wayne Batman, he needs to start looking after his pregnant wife. He needs to do something here to make sure that she is not in danger and also the baby. And as it progresses, that doesn't happen, and that really you know, pulls me out of this and as a father and as someone who I obviously have never been pregnant, but has seen my wife being pregnant five separate times. And one time, actually, we went to the mall when she was about eight months pregnant was just at about eight months, and actually probably about seven and a half. And we went to go into the mall. I held the door for I believe to make myself look like a gentleman, but she ended up going to another door, Something happened. I think the other kids were going in the door I held. She went to go in another door herself, and a guy came barreling out, ended up slamming the door, and the door hit her in the stomach. And it didn't seem like anything was wrong, but it was. It ended up causing a lot of problems. It ended up causing a a tear. And Ethan, it was my son Ethan, when he, he ended up when he was born, had a lot of problems from that. The you know the fluid had some problems because it was leaking, things like that, and we ended up being born uh, really early and having a lot of problems from that deal. So seeing Selena out and about, it, it just, to me, it rubbed me the wrong way, but that's my personal deal. But also at the beginning, you have a sequence where she is getting the most expensive wine, or uh, the most expensive glass, and, and spelling out the idea... Of All right, you know, I'm going to drink this. Yeah, not. And talking to the baby, actually saying 1992 screaming Eagle Cabernet worth half a mil stole it from Cobblepot's bar. Not that your father wouldn't have bought it for me, but somehow this is better. So she's going with I'm going to show that I'm not going to be tied down. And that's fine. But she does know she's pregnant and she is going to drink this wine. Now, Eric, when we are, he's like, she knows that a bottle of wine isn't going to do that much. But it it is the tone of this in my mind. And the idea that she is drinking it to say, all right, here's to revolution or at least to end it. And I say, end it like, ah, that that doesn't feel right. Well, then we progress and you end up having a. Montage of it looks like Selena fighting some villains as the months go on, as she gets more and more pregnant. And to see her kicking, you know, uh, Freeze, Mr. Freeze, while looking to be six months pregnant, that upsets me. Then she is attacking with Batman. Batman's doing the punching, but she is in the sewer. Fighting Killer Croc. Now she looks like she's seven and a half, eight months pregnant. Now she is jumping, fighting the Riddler. Uh, she's pre- and then the Joker even sees. Oh my, you, him. Oh man, you must be joking. As a fully out pregnant Selena is running upstairs, chasing the Joker, and it just feels off. It feels off to me with this and. You do end up having some deal, but I would have rather I, I could have went with the whole issue of them talking about what a baby would do. And and you could have Selena. I don't know. It's going to tie me down. It's going to do this. You can have the same concept. But really, you're showing that she is not going to let this baby affect her life, but to a point where it becomes very dangerous. You do end up when she has the baby doesn't seem like she is bonded with it right away. It's Helena. Obviously, that's the name of the story. And until one time where on. The night that Bruce would normally, Batman would normally take care of the baby. He's off in another dimension. You end up having Selina take care of it and say, oh my, what are you, you cute little kitten. And then we go to the present day type deal of this actual story where they are older. Bruce is dead from the annual number two deal. And they're talking about if Helen is more like Bruce or more like Selina you end up with, no, you're like me in one way. You know, you want to be restrained. If I wanted something, I get it. I see it. I find it no matter the impossible obstacles. And it's all to get to this thing. What did I steal, mother? You stole my heart. And people will think, you know, go with, oh, that's nice. It's just because of the tone already had gotten me a little off. I just felt like that was like, a weird moment where finally Helena is getting the love from her mother. She is crying when she says, What? What did I steal? She's not crying earlier. And that's the thing. The setup is to make you believe that what she has stolen, what? What did I ever steal? You stole my life is what you think. That, but the twist then isn't. The twist is you stole my heart. But to get to that twist at the end, the twist, you end up making everything weird. And while you can say that, okay, that is a Selena, that is a real deal, that is the... It just made me think that she was not a good person. And yeah, at the end when you're like, oh my God, later on you stole my heart. Well, it it didn't play well with me that... But Eric really liked it though. He really did like it. And I'm sure that a lot of other people, a lot of people who like the Bat-Cat stuff, Will eat it up alive So, And I'm not going to say that they have no right to This is what they have liked This is what we have gotten So if you had already liked it, you will I don't think that this, except Eric Maybe will make you a fan But that is not up to me So I'm going to go to the next story And this is the Batman 66 story And if you've ever read the Batman 66 stuff It is done by Jeff Parker So having him show up here is pretty cool. It's Jeff Parker and Jonathan Case on art. It really fits the Batman '66 comic book we already got, but also you end up having it fit the TV show, the Batman '66 TV show, which we play around with here with a Julie Newmar Catwoman going on, and looks great. The idea of this, it, it's a little silly. I think that it gets a little bit over the top silly. Uh, Again, when me and Eric talked about it, he thought it was way over the top and he thought this was more trying to grab the vibe of the 60s cartoons with the villain being most of those villains were, you know, crazy space guys and gals coming down. So it didn't feel like this could have been an episode of Batman 66. And thinking about it after we talked about it, I do agree with him, but I think it is a good concept to get this Catwoman. Because that expands the deal This expanded the deal in a way I didn't think you'd get I didn't think there was going to be a Batman 66 theme deal But it's, it's nice You end up having great art for what it's supposed to be And you end up having Catwoman going And she's going to steal stuff at a science fair That ends up being visited by aliens They come down And you do get kind of a forced deal Where these aliens don't treat their ladies right selena ends up with like hey i got this ray gun i wonder if i do oh i know how to use it boom blows up a robot she ends up fighting all these guys ends up that the aliens and the funny thing about it is as you go the aliens get arrested the the girl alien who's kind of you know isn't allowed to speak out a line xyla her name is she ends up not getting arrested she goes off with selena but I wonder where you get this continuation, because it made me think, like, what is going to happen when they get these guys, these aliens downtown and book them? I mean, this is a thing that's going to rock the world with these aliens. But it's funny in this in this whole universe here going. But, yeah, you end up Selena saying, yeah, I don't have partners. She's like, can you show me what's going on with the ladies? Well, I don't know. I can ride. This spaceship, the spaceship they came down in, can you can you drive me around? Can you fly? I'll fly you around. You show me all the ladies of Earth. And she's like, all right, that'd be great. Let's go to the Louvre. Or as us uncultured say, the Louvre. Let's go to the Louvre, they say. And that ends. It, it, it's nice enough. I like the concept of it being there more than the actual story, but I still like the story enough. The next story is A Cat of Nine Tales by Liam Sharp doing story, art, and color. Uh, And I like seeing Liam Sharp get more opportunities. I like to see him do more like this. It does seem that he is very inspired to do more than just draw. He ends up doing he, he did the Wonder Woman, Batman, that whole world's finest deal. I wasn't exactly, you know, grand on that, but he is doing his thing. So you have this. And it's a very quick story. It, it's nothing offensive. I don't like it per se, but it's not. I don't hate it, but I don't love it is how I can say it. Because it's just Selena, she's going to steal something. You end up having a guard come and Selena goes down the line of what can happen with this. You know, you you can turn the other way and I can get away and then you might get fired. You end up by you can shoot me. I can attack you and kill you. We can join up together and both be rich. Well, which one's it going to be, Charlie? And then Charlie passes out, probably after peeing himself because he's scared. That's all it is. It ends up being a thing where Selena is kind of using her wits there. She's thinking quick, knowing that this guy might not be all into what this could entail, you know, coming and trying to stop Catwoman. And yeah, he does end up. Passing out the next story is Little Bird by Mindy Newell with art By Lee Garbett. and Mindy Newell Is the woman who ended up Doing her sister's keeper And she has not been doing much If any comics for quite Some time in fact what I Had read is she did not Like the politics around Doing comics I think that it was A lot of things where maybe The ladies were not treated as well which that Is not anything of a shocker Uh, because she ended up realizing, and it's one of those things when you decide I can make more money and have a better life being a nurse, which is a great profession. She ended up doing that. She ended up leaving, ended up just being a nurse. So she ends up coming back for this. And it's awesome. It is awesome that she would come back for this. This is a character that I said, her sister's keeper, I thought was great. And if you don't know, that was kind of the extension of the Frank Miller year one story, but centered on Selena, obviously, and Holly. And so you you go into this and it is a deal where this is taking place during that time frame. You have the short haired Selena, like really short haired Selena who ends up being that dominatrix deal. You even get a page of that. But what it really is about is family and the idea that she was adopted as she was, uh, you know, younger by a Jewish lady who ended up talking to her about her kavala and saying this is my kavala. This is very important to me. And I, I'm i going to give it to you when you get older. And I want it to be passed through generations. And it's a big thing here for this woman, because it is saying then to Selena, you are my family. You know, you're with me. You're part of my family. Even says, you know, you have been Mishpaka. I hope I don't say things wrong and pronounce them. If I do, I apologize. But pretty much says, you know, the Yiddish for family. And this is something that Selena had always wanted. But she is kind of, a, you know, a teen at this point, younger teen, and she's rolling her eyes. She doesn't care what these, you know, she says, can I hold it? Of course. Oh, it's kind of pretty. You see this going on. Well, now in the present deal of the story you get the idea that she has lost track of this woman. She ends up on the street, all this running away, but this woman doesn't seem to be the problem. I think that it's the deal. Selena couldn't be held down. She ended up going. And so they end up where this is found at a rummage sale, uh, you know, at a whole deal going on at a flea market. And, So you end up having this older lady who's near death. She's in an old folks home and she sees this on the news and realizes it's hers. Yells, mine, mine. And because of that actually seems to, you know, have some problems. Maybe have a heart attack. She goes into a coma. Uh, Selena actually sees this as well and figures out, you know, this, this isn't right. I think that that was hers and she's going to go to steal it now in In the meantime, Batman shows up. she has the dominatrix things, but I do like this idea of family and the idea that Selena realizes that there were some people that in her life were good to her and tried to be good. It just wasn't the timing wasn't right, she wasn't in the right state of mind and it's just I you know Selena being Selena, so she ends up going to get this to steal this. Back and then, what ends up happening at the end? She goes into the hospital where this woman has no family. She's been by herself all along, like a Selena. Though Selena is Holly, but she ends up going and you know being able to kiss this woman goodbye, being able to actually get the whole thing where she could, they could pull the plug. She gets all involved with the legalities of the things too, and next thing. so but also has this deal. This uh, a Kabbalah that she leaves with her that please bury the woman with this Kabbalah and also this letter and the letter says we all live in cages of one kind or another but in the end we are all freed I can't keep this and it is a sad ending it's not a happy ending but I just think that Selena again remember the lady said I want you to have it and pass it on and pass it on. But that's, I don't think Selena thinks she's worthy of that now. She ended up leaving that and it's sad. And her saying, I can't keep this, you know, is she should have it, you know, that's her deal. It's very sad. It it really is sad with this, but I did like it and I like the art. I thought that it all fits in that year one sort of style. And I did like it because it is. A writer who did a big story with Selena and we're going to go on next to old Chuck Dixon and Kelly Jones with born to kill and with his whole Batman stuff and everything. Chuck Dixon did a lot of the Catwoman in that as well, the 90s stuff and things like that. Well, this is a Catwoman Clayface story. And there is a weird setup. Eric was talking about it when we recorded the idea that, you know, Selena gets on this boat and this boat looks like it might be a chop shop. They might be redoing things. So there are progressions of things that happen that we weren't really necessarily in the know of, of why these things would be there, why they are going. But it is a jewel that Selena wants and Clayface grabs and even puts up putting this safekeeping and puts it inside himself. And yeah, you you end up with a long fight scene that really is just a fight scene in this, where you do use that set piece of these automobiles on a ship, more the automobiles than the ship. But you end up having a, a you know pretty much an engine block thrown at Selena, she dodges that, and then it, it's funny too because you end up having Chuck Dixon point out something that is true that. Clayface can't get in and out very clean He's always leaving DNA And evidence behind so it's kind of funny But you end up where she ends up Freezing his head and then tricking them to go into pretty much a heated compartment that I guess would be where you would paint the cars, put them in this so that it would dry quick. I, I don't know this stuff. I am not Jim Fast and the Furious Werner here, but ends up going, making them into a statue and then just, boom, boom smashes the statue, says, hello, kitty litter, when she grabs the jewel. Big. Big green jewel to an emerald there where it's there and she gets and that's the end. It's a, it's very quick. It's nice enough. It's a fight scene. I I, I dig it. you have the classic purple Catwoman outfit. Kelly Jones sometimes to me, and this is my deal that I said the one thing with the art. Sometimes the things look a little bit over proportional at places. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But also just the proportions in general. At one point, it looked like Selena had a pinhead. At points, her hair looks like it might be two feet long, then it's 17. And anytime time, in my mind, somebody smiles in a Kelly Jones book, looks like things have gone insane. Looks like it is wacky, insane, just nonsense. But you do have that going on. The next story, though, is a Will Pfeiffer story, Conventional Wisdom, art by Pia Guerrera. This is a meta Story where selena is at a bat con where she is being led by a fellow which i I could guess might be will fight for himself i'm not sure but being led through because she has you know a panel she's going to be signing autographs and there are some funny things here and i like this idea where i wish that by the end The tie in twist was just that Selena was sleeping and she woke up and like, oh, my God, I can't believe that was going on or something like that. It ends up being a Dr. Destiny story, which ends up having a distortion machine that Selena has that you end up by the end seeing that Dr. Destiny wants, but she just smashes But all in all, at the end, while I think that there is attempts to be clever, I do like it. I like what leads up to it. But the ending kind of is more confusing, I think, than it should be because of Dr. Destiny's actual powers. And the idea that you can think that Selena might just be walking around an empty warehouse, uh, you know, but then they could have just grabbed this machine from her. But while this is going on, you do have some classic callbacks. You do have some fun. People are cosplaying as all of the costumes. Of Selena, including when her second appearance, where it is funny too, where you have the one, um, you know, first appearance, second appearance, third, ah, you know, they're all messing up. But they they have all the costumes going and she's there at a panel and the one person, can you sign this? And it's classic. It's the Papa Spank deal. And like, oh, man, it, it's such a classic moment. She's like, what? What the? And then from a panel, I remember that. <laughs> and it's Bruce. He's right there. Oh, man, you weren't too amused that day. And she's trying to make sense of this because when they were leading her to this seated deal where she's signing stuff, she ends up seeing a guy just laying down bleeding. Now, that is what's happening in the real world. She has actually beaten up this guy. Even at one point, she asked one of the guys, because this will continue in a, in a cool type of way, where what happened? What, di- what happened? Who did this? You did it. And she's like, I don't understand. But yeah, you end up having the signing deal. It just goes down the line. It is a very, you know, kind of sitcom deal where every time somebody's mentioned, they're actually sitting next to the next guy. So you end up, oh, there's Bruce Wayne. Oh, man, you have a Robin cosplay. Hey, can you sign this to your chum? Oh, right. And then you end up having Selena trying to figure out what's going on. Man, you know, I don't know what's happening. This seems like a trap. I don't know. Maybe the Joker doesn't seem like a Joker thing, Bruce is like, well, let's ask him. Hey, Joker, you do this? He's like, no, no, I don't do those traps. It might be the Riddler here. No, it wasn't me. But then he starts going down. It might be the Penguin, Poison Ivy, Hush, Doctor. He's about to end up spoiling it, where all of a sudden interrupted by Two-Face. Hey, should we clip, flip a coin to find out? All right. And you, you have this going on where every time she thinks she is solving this, she gets pulled out of it. People are taking selfies and stuff like that. You end up running into a uh, Batman 66 cosplayers, which it's fine for that. But I do like the idea of the henchman in in those tiger print suit jacket things that they wore in the show. That's pretty funny. Uh, and and through that, she's also commenting on a lot of people like, hey, how did that costume fit? Or how do I get with this costume I'm wearing? It's, it's all kind of, you know, tongue in cheek fun ends up going into a Big panel where there is the guy Who's outside glass everywhere where did this glass come from in the sky oh my god who Did this you did this all right She goes the guy comes back who again The guy who's leading her through don't forget You know th- this machine Here the distortion machine And she goes in and they're gonna take Questions from a bunch of people In the crowd it's not real crowded and it's like A selena that doesn't Even look like a cosplayer it's actually her And then leading to a doctor destiny Who ends up saying Hey, yeah, you know, you end up doing this, you broke in to my place, you grab this, you know, distortion, it's the reality distorter, what's going on? And there's a clever thing if it did happen. He ends up saying, Hey, in a short story that appeared in this very anniversary issue, so you're getting that meta, you're you're breaking the walls here, but there wasn't a story like that. And if there was, it would have been really cool. It would have been really, really cool. But She's like, well, breaking. Oh my God, I think I do realize this. And then she smashes it. But that breaks her out of the this reality. So she's got a machine that's put her in this reality, but she's fighting. But Dr. Destiny wants the he wants the machine back. And that it just doesn't play out really well, especially with his mind you know dream type powers that he has anyway but when she does smash it you do see those guys that were knocked out in the glass and things so that's kind of clever and the next story is ram v story that continues from the joel jones ending of 21 and you do and it's art by fernando blanco which is great because he was on a lot of the joel jones series so it looks great it looks like it you know connects right in where you do have selena and maggie You know, on their road trip, they seemingly are going back to Gotham, which we do see that they do. Well, the car breaks down right away. They end up having to get a ride with a trucker, which really scared me. And the guy ends up saying some things that seemed a little creepy as well. But nothing really comes of it. He ends up taking He can't take them all the way to Gotham, but end up dropping them off. And you're just pretty much getting a road trip deal here. You end up with Selena and Maggie at a bar in West Memphis. They end up, Selena drinks too much. She's going to be, you know, cut off. They, They end her deal and she gets mad and starts a fight where she's just beating the crap out of every guy in this bar, including one guy that might be Macklemore, but he ends up fighting all these guys. And even Maggie gets in on it. She's there in the wheelchair and the guy comes by and she picks up a bottle and smashes over his head. Classic. Yeah. So they end up. And with that, Maggie actually stands up too. So that's a cool moment there. It's almost like a liberating moment that ends up from that point on. She is in, you know, laughing And even talking, it seems, you know, going with a little bit of a progression that that was a liberating moment for her that she needed to kind of get her character going. So you end up where they get arrested in Memphis place. And, uh, yeah, they end up getting arrested and stealing the cop car and then going off for the rest of the ride, ending up having to stop at one point and get in the Catwoman deal to go and steal some food. From a 24-hour convenience mart or, you know, grocery store. It looks like she said, you know, it wasn't my proudest moment, but they have to eat. You end up having Maggie and Selena uh, drinking some, maybe some sodas. They do have some pop there. Sodas and making hobo chili, maybe. As they're waiting for they're they're waiting to hit the rails, but the the rails aren't coming there's no train coming, they say, but yeah, they're having a very nice night, and it's a nice thing, like almost like it's the worst of situations, but I'm here with my sister, we 're almost at Gotham before we get into Gotham, and we have to deal with some things. You know, I had a really nice night with my sister now, in the meantime, this is setting up. Ram Ram V's run at 25 and so to set it up you do have a couple things when she does get arrested in Memphis she ends up running and not getting her stuff her stuff that she says she will never miss like some clothes shoes and a wedding dress and you do see the wedding dress and she says it I think that maybe you know, Ramvey is making it very specific where she doesn't even say and my wedding dress. Like she is leaving this way behind. And it is the dress you see there. And yeah, so this is her heading to Gotham, and she is going to be her own woman there. Uh, it looks like you know her and her sister will have this. So I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens from this deal. I think that the book needs to kind of separate things. It's weird to go back to Gotham, but, you know, separate things to have her own book like this, though. I think that some people might be mad at that whole dress deal, especially people who did buy it for the Batcat Cat stuff earlier. So you end up having it, but I did like it. And I'm looking forward to the run of Ram V. I'm looking forward to that 25th issue so that we can end up starting that to see where it goes and hopefully you know, everybody will kind of get on board then and it'll be worth reading every month. And we finish up this whole deal with an Ed Brubaker a story and art and colors and letters by Cameron Stewart. And I, I think that this, in my mind, and I, I, Eric disagreed, he didn't like it as much as me, he still liked it. But I thought that this was the one of the best, if not my favorite in this, only because you end up having a... Cold. I mean, you are thrown into this. You have no idea what's going on. It is Selena fighting the Joker gang. She ends up looking like maybe she sprang out of the back of a truck, a box truck. She's there in their lair, attacking going this while she is telling you a story about how she learned how to pick locks uh, when she was. A young girl ending up in the school where they ended up, if you were in trouble, you got put in this locked deal. She ended up where she was kissing a boy and they ended up finding out. And this was in the Sprang Hall Juvenile Detention Center is where it is. So you're not allowed to kiss the boys. And so she ended up getting locked up for that kind of like, you know a little solitary confinement for a bit. And while that happened, this Philip that she kissed, he ended up getting the crap kicked out of him from everybody else, almost died because the other boys were jealous. She ended up where he was going to get transferred out. She tried to break out to go see him, things like that. But it is the idea of seeing this progression of that's where she learned how to pick locks in a desperation move to go see a boy that she kissed before he leaves. But then being a liberating thing, speaking of the liberation deal of... At that point, once she learned how to do it, nobody could hold me back. So you have that. Well, in the meantime, there is this thing going on with the Joker gang where you end up having her even call Holly. Hey, Holly, uh, I think the guy is in a he's in a, a cab and going towards the waterfront. And at first, I think maybe you're supposed to think it's actually the Joker. And I think he Joker gassed himself. You see the Joker gas going. It's all in there. Well, it ends up going off the pier. Holly's chasing it down. With a motorcycle, it ends up going into the bay where Selena shows up, dives into the bay, and is worried. Not worried about that clown in the front, he dead. She ends up picking the lock of the trunk, and Slam Bradley's there. And th- there's no setup to that. You know, you just have this, and it's Slam who decided he was going to go in and try to stop the Joker gang, and that before they ended up getting there, and he went in alone, and he's an idiot. They end up calling, and this is the Slam Bradley that came back for a little after the awfully racist sexist piece of crap from the beginning of detective comics but he's and they still throw shade at him, and then it just ends hey hell you gotta smoke i don't smoke anymore slam you piece of crap oh man i could really use a cigarette right now and it just ends and i i, I like it. it it just it's one of those where i may not even be able to explain fully why i liked it so much i just did and it really was a cool way just to show selena being Catwoman, selena how she learned how to pick locks you got holly so I, I just really like No, i love the art but overall overall in this i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten overall i ended up staying on the site in nine five i think i went a little too overboard i was really excited about it because a lot of times these anniversary type issues i'm not really down with i actually like this i said i wish we had more of the early and eric said it too the early selena the early Catwoman, which we didn't get but we do end up seeing the You know, the progression of where we're going to go with Ram V starting his full run at 25. So that's cool. People get a Bat cat deal. I got some Mindy Newell, Ed Brubaker, Chuck Dixon. You get a lot of stories in. Not everyone hit. I think that most of the art was really good, though. You get some pinups. And if you are a Catwoman fan, 100%, this is worth it. If you want to get this to see what Catwoman's all about, I, I still think that it's pretty good. For that, it gives you an idea. I think that some of these will end up making you want to go and read at least those creative teams things that they did in the past. But yeah, if if you end up getting this and you want to get it for the idea, hey, should I like Catwoman or not? You can also get the DC Universe app and then look online for, you know, greatest stories, greatest runs, things like that, and actually check out some things. But just me, I would check out. Mindy Newells, her sister's keeper and the Ed Brubaker run on Catwoman, as well as a bunch of others as well. But those would be a good start if you read this and like those two stories. But that is it for the spotlight. I know this was probably a little longer than most. I don't know. I've been kind of disjointedly uh, taping or recording this taping. (laughs) Taping. Okay, Boomer. Oh, my. But yeah, I've kind of been jumping in and out of doing this and all that. So I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. And also, if you want to go, and on Sunday nights, me and Eric have the bigger podcast where we talk about a lot of other books in depth and things like that, have some fun and that sort of thing. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you you know, go check out some Catwoman stuff because I really do like the character. But as the last bit of reminder, we're on Twitter at Weird Science DC. We have a website at Weird Science DC comics.com and we have a Patreon, Patreon.com slash Weird Science. And that is it. And I will talk to you later.